In this week's episode, could GameCube be headed to the Nintendo Switch? Has Microsoft run afoul of the UK's Competition and Markets Authority? And we take a look at a unique handheld that has been leaked. My name is Anthony. And I'm Barry, and this is episode 65 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. So, quite a lot of bits to go through this week, haven't we? And a lot of it's actually hardware-based. Absolutely tons. I know which I quite enjoy. I think it's cooler. Talk about some retro hardware. I think it's a lot more enjoyable. Thankfully, we haven't really been playing much this week, so there's not really much to talk about for that side of it. <laughs> no, there's not. I have been playing one game rather excessively. What's that? Jet Wash Simulator. Oh, dude, I saw you playing and I thought, what the heck is he playing? Elliot came in and went, I'm watching a game. Have you got a game? It's like the one where you shoot the robots, but you don't shoot robots. You use water and instead of robots, it's a car and it's dirty and you shoot the mud. I was like, what? I looked at Game Pass, Jet Wash Simulator. I was like, oh, yeah. I've got this. So he's there playing two play and he's just like spraying the sky with water and that because he can't use two analog sticks. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And all right, right, come on, time to go to bed. And I looked and it was 99% clean. I was like, where's that last 1%? <laughs> it turned out it was a house that we were cleaning. It was okay. behind a drain pipe, a little line of dirt. And I was like, spent about 20 minutes looking for this line of dirt. I was like, <laughs> I can't leave it on 99%. I was like, I'll do one more. Next thing I know, it's five o'clock in the morning. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, best get off this game. You're joking. I've played this game excessively. Because yeah, I saw you playing it last night and I was like, why is he playing this game? Because I'm sure Phil was playing it as well before. I'm sure Phil mentioned oh, it. Oh, was he? Yes. I don't know yeah, if Phil's I'm sure played he it. Has. I haven't had any heard of it until... Elliot came in and was telling me about it, and it was on Game Pass. Now I'm intrigued. I'm going to have to try it. Yeah, well, I haven't even installed it. I've just been playing it cloud wow. streaming. Is it online two-player? Yeah, I'm fairly certain it is, because there's like four-player maps as well. It depends on the map, how many players I think. Let's get washed some houses. My house yeah. is dirty. Honestly, it, it's actually really cathartic just going through. And just yeah. <laughs> it, it's like a Mr. Miyagi. You know, you're spraying oh, and yeah. going up and down and up and down just cleaning like <laughs> these big buildings or vehicles and stuff and then really he gets it in and was like where's the last one percent no anyway that's why i've been playing excessively well, despite you and your one percent uh <laughs> let's take a look into something else that might be happening though for us is gamecube what's going on here yeah now this is a bit of a rumor that's it's been around since the switch came out that yeah. gamecube would be coming to nintendo switch in all fairness you can see why yeah, GameCube has loads of great games. And let's face oh, it, it, it wasn't the worst selling Nintendo console. <coughs> Virtual Boy. Um, but <laughs> it did have loads of great games. And a lot of those games you can't play anywhere else unless you class sticking it in your Nintendo Wii, which we don't. And the rumors have really been ramping up recently. This is one of my fondest memories of playing games on a Nintendo console. Like we spoke about last week, I did have times playing on an N64, playing some of the games in there, but mm. it wasn't until the GameCube that I really remember and have fond memories of playing on Super Smash. It was on here where it was just where I would stay late at a friend's house playing on just wrecking each other. Mario Kart as well, same thing. So GameCube games, I would love to play on the Switch, especially like they're done with the N64, chucking it into Nintendo Switch Online expansion. It's an easy yeah. thing that could be done. 
Well, the Nintendo GameCube was actually the first Nintendo console that I purchased, home console. Because I, I was like adamantly a Sega boy growing up. Yeah. You know, Nintendo, Nintendo's so rubbish. And once Sega exited the hardware market, I was like, mm, so I've either got Sony, who in my eyes were the people who killed the Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. Microsoft, I'm not going with Microsoft, look at the size of that big <laughs> chunk of plastic, or the GameCube. So I was like, nah, go on, I'll go with the GameCube. At least Sonic Adventure DX is coming out on it and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I bet you wish you got the Xbox at that time. Well, no, I, th- I got the GameCube the day it came out. I'd pre-ordered it. Yeah. Went, got it. I was really happy with it. And I did get an Xbox maybe like a year or so later after I played Halo. Now, I'm going to say something and it's going to hit home with you. Since the console got rid of a really dirt cheap price and got rid of loads of accessories as oh. well. Yeah, I sold my GameCube. I think it was thirty-five pound. I didn't. I didn't know how eBay worked properly. I had loads of games, loads of peripherals, including like a steering wheel. And that isn't the part that hurts the most. Yeah. No. If it was the GameCube and a shit ton of games, I wouldn't have been happy, but I could live with it. But it's a I also it? sold an ASCII keyboard. I used to play Fancy Star Online episodes one and two a lot on the GameCube. And I had basically a GameCube controller, but they've sawn it in half and stuck a keyboard in the middle of it. Yeah. And that's... <laughs> if I'd sold that alone for £35, I'd be kicking myself, let alone a GameCube with like 40 games, a steering wheel. And then I paid postage and I lost yeah. pretty much all that. I, I think I actually lost money selling it. I shouldn't have sold it. It was the first thing I'd sold on eBay. Um, yeah. Thanks for dredging that up. I'm, I'm going to go to bed fuming tonight. <laughs> Just be lying there at like four o'clock in the morning going, I can't believe I sold that GameCube. <laughs> Talking about GameCube, I'm like, oh, it's it. But so... I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you yeah, sorry, that up. I didn't even think of that. <sighs> so what's that games do you reckon is going to be coming to... The Switch, if it does come. Well, bear in mind, everything here is rumours. Nothing's been confirmed. Oh, yeah. So with Tokyo Game Show starting on the 17th of September, the rumours are that Nintendo will go do a Direct on the 16th. Oh, so just over a week. Yes, and there's two lots of rumours. One is it's going to be a very GameCube-focused show. Okay. And the other is it's going to be very Zelda-focused. What, do you reckon we're going to have? a bit more information about Breath of the Wild 2? Well, yeah. Breath of the Wild 2, but I very much doubt they're going to go, Breath of the Wild 2, it's out in November. Surprise! They're saying that there's going to actually be a re-release of Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD, but they're going to be bundled into one game. Oh, it's a Switch game. The reason for putting them in a double pack is so that it can hold Legend of Zelda fans over until... Breath of the Wild 2 comes out next year or whenever it is. I think this is a good shout to do. I would like to just dig my teeth into more of a Zelda game. After finishing Breath of the Wild, I was a bit like, oh, that's it. And at the minute, I'm actually trying to look for a Switch game that I can play in the meantime. Because it's going to sound strange. You're going to be like, what the heck? Pokemon's kind of lost. I've kind of lost the spark for Pokemon. Yeah, that happened to me around about 21 years ago. I kind of, I have this fondness for it, but it's changed so much yeah. since when I played it with red, yellow, and silver. 
I think, if I'm honest, if there's like achievements in it, I'll be drawn back. Like, okay, got to get this achievement. Got to get this milestone. It, that, you know, if there's some sort of milestones or something there. I play Solitaire because Solitaire has achievements in it. <laughs> in all fairness, I don't have my phone. Uh, you know, if there's different milestones, it'd be different. And I do kind of wish hmm. that the Switch had something similar. You know, how like places got trophies, milestones got achievements. It does kind of take it out of it. I know it's sad, but it t- kind of takes it out of it thinking, I play this game. But where's my accomplishments I can kind of see and show for myself? I'm looking for another game to play. And so this might be it. If it is a very Zelda-focused show, maybe they will show this off. Yes. However, if it's a GameCube-focused show, perhaps these might be coming to the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass. Yeah. And if that's the case, people are also talking about maybe Metroid Prime. So the first-person Metroid game Yes, might be also coming to the system. I remember playing Metro Prime on the DS. That's the one that you actually got free with the DS when you purchased it, I think. Yes. Or at least a demo of it. It was a demo. That was a demo that I remember playing. I do remember that. The little plastic thing on your thumb that you'd use on the touchscreen as an analog stick. Yes. Anyway, sorry to distract. Go on. Keep going. And there's been rumors for a couple of months about Nintendo actually doing something with F-Zero. And this isn't the first time someone's brought up about F-Zero making a comeback. Bear in mind, we haven't had one of these games since the GameCube. At a recent investment call, I think it was, a Nintendo fan paid $40,000 so that he could be part of this call. So that when they asked if anyone's got any questions, he could pipe up and go, yes, when are we getting another F-Zero game? $40,000. $40,000. What the heck is this person doing? $40,000. He must really love F-Zero. <laughs> Who did he pay? What, what the heck? No, he bought $40,000 worth of stock. So that Oh, got it. Yeah, so he could... He didn't pay someone $40,000 just to be... Oh, I thought it meant... But even then, $40,000 of stock. Mental. Okay, well, I think all F-Zero and Metroid Prime, I think, would be really welcome games to come onto the Switch. Yeah, F-Zero is a fantastic game. And the remakes of Zelda as well. Yeah, and F-Zero GX, which oddly enough was made by Sega. Honestly, you'll look at it and you think, how is the GameCube doing a game like this? It looks amazing and runs like stupidly fast. I would like to play some more of these games. So again, next time we have a game's night, we need to get some more of the Retro Consult and get playing. Definitely, definitely. So I guess keep listening out and wait for the 16th, which is next Friday. Yes, next Friday, and Tokyo Game Show starts next Saturday. So next Friday, listen to Nintendo Direct. Hopefully we'll hear some more about these games that have been rumoured, also about GameCube coming in, because I reckon there's a heck of a lot of games on the GameCube that people want to play. Unfortunately, we'll be in the expansion pass, so you will have to pay for it. That's if it's in the expansion pass. Um, Yeah. So we don't even know if there's a Nintendo Direct at this point. If there is, and they announce these, we don't know whether they'll announce them as standalone releases, or they'll be bundled into the expansion pass. I've got fingers crossed. Yeah, it, these these are all just rumours. It's just rumours that seem to come around very regularly at the moment and might have something behind them. We, we'll find out in a week or so. However, that nut job we paid $40,000 for that stock yeah. to get into court is <laughs> yeah. oh, a nut job. While we've just been talking about something by Sega that moves very quickly, should we talk about Sonic Frontiers? Yeah, honestly, it's still every single open episode. It's not my fault that there's been multiple Sonic games and movies that have been released recently. At least you know that you can never, ever comment about <laughs> me in Pokemon again. 
tell you what, at the end of the year, when we do our yearly recap, do you want me to go through and see how many times Pokemon was mentioned? Yeah. How many episodes mentioned Pokemon and how many episodes mentioned Sonic? Yes, yes, I do. And then <laughs> and how many episodes way, you had in that total? Way you'll have some validation. Exactly. <laughs> we can prove to the listeners how often it's happened. Yeah. In all fairness, the trailer looks fantastic. I must admit, every time I see a new trailer for this, it looks better. I'm still yeah. not keen on grind rails just floating in mid-air. It still puts you off how much this looks like. Um, new Genesis? Yes. It, on, I was watching, I'm like, it's just New Genesis. It's just the New Genesis map, just with Sonic on it. Yeah. I like the look, the way we'll it flicks between um, open world and linear quite often. Because at one point he's running around, he jumps onto a platform, it then flicked to like a bit of a linear, so you tracked and saw it as just going up, and then flicked again from behind. So it was quite free-flowing, it looked like. Yeah, so I think as you explore in the open world, in true like sort of Metroidvania style, I think you yeah. can actually open new routes, which will let you get around the island a lot faster. On top of that, you've still also got the actual linear stages, which are the cyberspace stages, where it's like, taking old stages or reference from them and making a more traditional Sonic 3D tile. Yes. Not good light. I was impressed with the way it looks. It really has drawn my eye to it. It looks a lot better. And although I don't really play a Sonic game for the story, the story seems significantly better than Sonic Forces, which <laughs> was absolute garbage. It's still got your favorite song, though. Oh yeah, yeah, I still love Fist Pump. Actually, saying that, they've released the teaser for the music for this one, and it sounds alright, actually. It's it's a different it style. It's not quite as rocky as it normally is. A bit more of like an alternative music. I was a bit worried about the combat at first. I'm kind of grown into it a bit, but I'm interested to see how the sort of I feel like the RPG style elements they've added into it were. Yeah, they had similar things like that in Sonic Unleashed, where you could upgrade your speed and your strength. I would imagine it's going to be very similar to this. I'm definitely starting to feel a bit more excited about it. Yeah. Not only that, though, I haven't pre-orders now come on. Oh, yeah, pre-orders available. I've actually pre-ordered it twice. Twice? Yeah, so I've pre-ordered the version for the Switch so that Elliot can give me it for Christmas. Okay. And I've already pre-ordered it on Xbox so that I can yeah. get achievements. Not surprised. I would imagine it's going to look significantly better on the Xbox as well, so that would be probably be my preferred way to play it. But oh, yeah. if it's on a Switch cartridge, at least I've got that for, like, if I want to play it in 20 years' time. Yeah, what, when you completed all the rest of the Switch games you've got lined up? Yeah, we're finally get around to it. <laughs> yeah, you, you add more and more, but then don't complete the rest of them. So yeah. when you get there, I don't know. So since you prod it, you get quite a few different bonuses with it as well, don't you? Yeah, I think you just get seed of power and seed of defense and a skill point. So it's nothing major. At least it's a lot easier to understand than the Sonic Origins pre-order bonuses. The fact they had to create a chart for it <laughs> yeah. just spoke for itself. Now... It's actually available on quite a lot of consoles. So it's available obviously on the Switch, the Series mm -hmm. SNX, and the PlayStation 5. But it's also for the Xbox One and the PS4. Yep, and Steam. Oh yeah, sorry, and Steam. I forgot that as well. Mm -hmm. So when so, I finally get my Steam Deck, I should be able yeah. to get it on that. Oh, speaking of which, apparently, I don't know how true it is, I should get an invite either this Friday or next Friday according to the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> what, the calculator said until now in the time? Yeah, yeah, it's starting to narrow it down a bit now. <laughs> <laughs> okay I'll believe that when I see it 
So with the trailer for Sonic Frontiers, we will be putting it onto the show notes. So give it a watch and it does look good. Not yeah, lie. it's looking better than when IGN first shown it. And it was like, looks like someone's doing a tech demo or something. It was very underwhelming. I think they must have just had a really bad slice of the game to show. Everyone's like, oh God, this game looks awful. And it's supposed to be out in like six months. Yeah. And now you're looking like, oh, actually, it looks like it might even be finished. <laughs> I'm excited. I've pre-ordered it twice. If we get me Steam Deck, I might get it at that time. <laughs> or if I'm going to play it on the Xbox... I do want to use a nice controller. Oh, do you really? Now, what nice controller could you be talking about here? Well, I might be talking about the new Xbox Elite Wireless Controller Series 2 Core Edition. Nice, nice short, snappy name, though. Yeah, very rolls off the tongue. (laughs) Now, Microsoft actually announced this today when we're recording this podcast. And essentially, all it is, is the Xbox Elite Series 2 controller in white. And you don't get anything with it. (laughs) No offense, that's a massive issue. No, well, it's not for me. I've got so many pieces. Well, yeah, that's very <laughs> true. Broken elite control. Sorry, so you tell me if I get this one, I can nab some of your pieces. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so they have reduced the price. So they've knocked yes. it down to £114.99 and $129.99. So you don't get any of the peripherals. Now, if you've got a elite control already, they can be used across. So if anything, it's definitely one for people who already own and original elite controller to go for yeah and let's face it most people who own an original elite controller it's fallen apart and they need yeah. to buy a new one they're not using it ready because the grips are coming off and it's going to happen again anyway so do we really want to buy this thing i have a white elite controller the original one that i have not used because i am scared of it falling apart again i don't get how it comes apart so easily three controllers microsoft have replaced I think it's mental. Yep. Even Phil's has done the exact same thing. You pay that much money for this. And then just while you're holding it in, I'm guessing it must just do from when you're holding it, you kind of, it's getting hot and it's just, yeah, it's getting hot and the the, glue just falls apart and it bubbles. It becomes uncomfortable and eventually the grips just start coming off. Well, I've seen it on yours and it makes you sad. If I'm honest. Yeah. I had two, I had two swaps on my black controller. Then I bought the white one and that came out like a year later. And I had that literally about two months and it started doing it. So I sent it straight off to Microsoft. They sent me a replacement and I haven't used the replacement. So do you think it'll do the same with this or do you reckon maybe they've kind of fixed it? I don't know. So I'm actually looking at one now. What about your normal Series 2 controller? This is the Series 2 I'm looking at now. Yeah. And the grips, they do look different. But I'm not confident that it wouldn't happen again. I definitely research it online and double check. This is the one that I got with the Series S. Yeah, and it's all embedded within the plastic. Yeah, exactly. So I would much rather this controller, instead of having a rubberized grip, which, yeah, it feels nicer. It definitely does feel nicer. But I would rather have textured plastic. Yeah. So let's just hope it doesn't fall apart. Yes. One thing that I am a little bit more excited about, because basically this is, oh yeah, it's in white now and you don't get any stuff and it's cheaper. Yeah. By the looks of it, it looks like it's the lower profile analog sticks. It might be the medium ones, I can't quite tell. And the disc D-pad, which is the best D-pad, in my opinion. (laughs) I absolutely love that D-pad. (laughs) Because it helps you do the uh, diagonals in fighting. 
it's so easy for like a fighting game to roll through to do like a Hadouk. Yeah. Now the bits that you don't get, you don't get any replacement analog sticks or any replacement D pads or the back triggers. You need to buy them separately. You also don't get a case or the charging stand that's built into the case of the more expensive one. Okay. But you can buy a pack that comes with all the other bits that you don't get in it. And I think that's fifty four ninety nine. it is. You might as well just buy the Series 2 controller if that's the case. Yeah, so at that if point you, you may as well stuff. just buy the normal Series 2 and get everything in one box. However, yeah. if you just want the controller, I'm not being funny, you can go online and get aftermarket parts very, very cheap. I think this is a good controller to look at. However, as I was alluding to before, I'm actually quite excited that for the first time, this is coming to the Xbox Design Labs. Yeah, I would actually really like a Pezlas controller. I do go on the Design Labs every so often and make various different Dude, designs. I've never been on there. I think I'm going to have to jump on there and design one just to try and make one. Yeah, go on. It's just fun to look at it and go, oh, I've not got any money though. <laughs> My birthday's coming up and she's like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe a personal controller. Yeah. Can't really. See, on the design labs with the normal controllers, you can actually pick to have the rubberized grips or just the standard grips. And okay. There is quite a bit of customizability in them. Mm. So hopefully there will be with this. From the video, it does look like it's just maybe the faceplate that changes color, though. Yeah. It's a nice controller while it lasts. That's my opinion. Maybe the Series 2 is better. Can you imagine spending all that money and like you did for yours, the grips fall apart. So YouTube it, search it, have a quick look to see if it's done the same at all. You know, they, like we said, they could have revised it. It might not have the same issue, but I know a lot of people had the issue with the original Elite controller. Every single person I know who had an Elite controller had the same issue at some point. It's a varying degrees. Yes. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast, you could do so for free by leaving a review on your favorite podcasting app. This helps us reach more listeners and to improve future episodes. Alternatively, if you're able, you can visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as £1 per month, where you'll receive the occasional early but always ad-free version of the podcast. We'll even give you a shout out in the next episode. So while we're talking Microsoft, we may as well stick with them and they're getting a bit of unwanted attention over here in the UK. I think this is a bit of a daft piece, of, if I'm honest. I think this is getting pulled from, I don't know, someone having a whinge and they've gone, what do you think is unfair? <laughs> Sony. I think what they do is unfair. So in case anyone's been living under a rock, Microsoft is purchasing Activision Blizzard. And over here in the UK, the Competition Markets Authority has should we say some concerns about Microsoft owning outright Activision and what this could mean for competitors such as Sony and Nintendo? I can give you my honest view. I think this is absolute stupid rubbish from Sony because they're just whinging because they just don't want to lose. Well, this isn't Sony saying this. Well, yeah, but Sony themselves did turn around and express concerns that they would potentially lose Call of Duty, which is you know kind of one of the defining games, they say. I don't see how it would harm rivals to the point that they think it will. Because Microsoft isn't going to claim exclusivity for everything. Microsoft want you to buy their games and buy their DLC and pay for the expansion passes. and the... Ultimately, I don't think they care where you pay for it. Oh, no. Well, Phil Spencer, he's all about creating united to gaming community. He's all about mm. sharing game. He's all about pushing it forwards. I really don't see Phil turning and going, 
I'm going to take everything off and just move it just to the Xbox. It would, if anything, damage Microsoft. So Activision were already in agreement that the next couple of Call of Duty games would be coming to the PlayStation, which Microsoft yeah. said, we're going to honor that agreement. Nothing's changing there. Sony were saying, we can't lose Call of Duty because it's a genre up on itself. I think that's talking a bit too highly about Call of Duty, to be honest. Yeah, I think so too. I think they're relying too heavily on one game. Yeah. I'm sure Microsoft will want to continue selling Call of Duty to PlayStation owners. Could you imagine that if Sony go up to Microsoft and go, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pay you so much millions of dollars if we can get DLC a week early or something. I'm sure Microsoft have gone, yeah, go on, man. <laughs> yeah, sure. No skin of our nose. We, we want to put it to Game Pass. I help fund it easily. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Now, Microsoft have come out and said that their intention isn't to reduce the number of players that can play these titles. It's to actually expand them. So potentially, Call of Duty might come to Xbox Game Cloud. So now, instead of playing Call of Duty Mobile, you can actually play the full fat version of Call of Duty, whatever it is, on your mobile phone. A kid whose parents have purchased them a Chromebook or something and wants to play Call of Duty, well, now they can through it. Xbox game streaming. Yeah. I just... I just find the timing of this being brought up not long after Sony bringing up that they didn't think that it should go through because of Call of Duty specifically. I just think the timing seems a bit suspect. Oh, definitely. I, I feel like Sony's had a hand in this. It makes me sad. Mm. I've seen people saying, what happens if you're a World of Warcraft player, but now that gets rolled into Xbox Game Pass. So if you want to play World of Warcraft, you need a subscription to Game Pass instead of a standard World of Warcraft subscription. I don't think Microsoft will do that. No, I don't either. However, I do feel like maybe if you've got a Game Pass subscription, you might be able to get a cheaper rate or might be free. Yeah, I reckon maybe they might say, oh, Game Pass subscribers now get whatever the paid-for tier of World of Warcraft is, but I don't think they'll remove the other one. No, but I think they will definitely attract more people across. Then again, what's the price difference? <laughs> I've got a feeling they'll probably only be like one or two pounds price difference. Yeah, it's basically the same. I'm pretty certain it is. Yeah. In all fairness, I don't see why it would be an issue. You just You say if it's the same price, just transfer it across. Neither do I, but is that because we are Xbox gamers rather than PlayStation gamers? If Sony were buying Activision, would we be on the other side of the fence going, oh no, I shouldn't be allowed to go through this? I'm not fussed about Call of Duty, so yeah. No, well, not just Call of Duty though, is it? It's I know, there is a lot of games in there. I guess maybe yes, but depending on what we get, no offense, why didn't Sony go buy them? Why didn't Sony go buy them? Do you know what I mean? If, if it's going to be this issue. I don't think they have $68.7 billion just in a stack on a table where they're like, oh, what can we use this money for? What, like uh, Microsoft, they're like, I've got this money, what should I do with it? Hang on, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I've just found $68.7 billion down the back of the couch. Should we just get something? <laughs> yeah. Sega. <laughs> yeah, just buy Sega. <laughs> this this is where my worst nightmare comes true. And Sony buys Sega. Buy a Sega. <laughs> I, don't, no. I don't see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy Sega. I've got like £16.50 in the bank. <laughs> yeah, round about that. Yeah. Now, talk about Sega. We've finally got some release dates. Yes. So, we knew that the Sega Mega Drive Mini was coming to Europe. Yep. Obviously, Japan had it already. 
yeah, Japan had it. We'd seen the Genesis Mini 2. And now we have seen that the Sega Mega Drive Mini 2 will be coming on the 27th of October. And it's annoying me a lot. Why? Well, can you see the picture of it in front of you? Oh, yeah. Of course I can. Can you see the power button on the left? The red one? Yes. The little switch? Yes. The Mega Drive never had a switch. <laughs> it was a push button. So it should look like the reset button. Now, this is annoying <laughs> me a lot because I feel like they've put so much care into this console and they've gone and f***ed up the power button. <laughs> so the Japanese version of it does have a switch. Okay. However, the Genesis 2 and the Mega Drive 2 released in Europe had just a normal switch that when you press it, it just stayed down. You press it again, it pops yeah, back up. Depresses. It wasn't yeah. a left and right switch. And I didn't notice that the Genesis had this switch at first because a lot of the pictures, the controller is obscuring the power button. Okay, so you can't quite see it. It's not a deal breaker. I've pre-ordered it, which was painful, which I'll go into in a minute. Okay. But it feels like they've put so much effort and care into this. All the boxes are unique. They're all matching the relative regions. And then went, Barry, screw you. Why couldn't they have just got this one power button right? Because it's you. They want to annoy you. Mm, I don't know you why. Look at it. You, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be playing on it and you'll be looking at it going, no. Literally, as soon as I saw it, I went, oh, it's the Mega Drive. What have they done? <laughs> it was the first thing I saw. As soon as I saw that power switch, I was like, no, that's not right. It only comes with one control pad. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing that annoyed me. Although I did check the other versions only come with one controller as well. Okay. And if it's like the Mega Drive Mini, the original one, you can use quite a lot of USB controllers. It's not like the Super Nintendo Mini where it's that weird controller connection that the Wii used to have on the bottom of the controller. Oh, yes. Because I actually, when I've previously had Super Nintendo Mini, I used to use one of the Wii Pro controllers as a second controller, because I used to put on some N64 games. So it's not the end of the world, although I have noticed Amazon don't have second controller available for pre-order, so I don't know how much to go away. It'll come soon. But at least this time, it is the six-button controller. Did we, did we know the price for this UK? Yeah, right. So that was the painful part. So to yeah. give you an idea, I was looking at pre-ordering and purchasing one from Amazon Japan, mm-hmm. which... I'll probably have to pay some import juicy or something, but would have cost me about £68. Nice and cheap. So I thought this can, it's going to be about 70, 80 quid then when it yeah. comes to Europe. North America, I had a look. You can't actually purchase one from North America unless you live in the US. So even though it's called the North American version, as far as I'm aware, even if you're in Canada, you can't purchase this. Oh, really? Apparently. Apparently. I, I can't check. And this is £86. I was like, oh, that's a bit more expensive, but it's still the £70, £80 I was expecting. Yeah, I had to look £105 it is. That's ridiculous. Why have they done that? <sighs> I don't know. They've gone, you want it, and you're going to have to pay for it. In all fairness, yeah, because I wanted a Mega Drive Mini, and they're currently going for about £250 on Amazon at the moment. What the heck? Now, originally, I think they did launch for about 80 quid. Yeah, so you ain't getting one of them, so you thought, I'm not missing up this opportunity. No. In all fairness, this one's probably going to be maybe a little bit more powerful, but I would imagine if this one gets hacked, which, let's face it, it's not if, it's when. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to have a lot more storage on it, yes. because this one also holds Mega CD games as well, which, instead of being like two, four megabytes, were 
well, potentially up to 600 megabytes. So 27th of October, you pre-ordered yours, so just over a month and a half. Yeah. And you know what's after the 27th of October? My birthday. Yeah. I'm surprised you can bring it up this time, actually. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Just leave it a little bit. I was looking, okay, it's my birthday after that. I'm excited. I like the look of the games that's on there. There's a few that I'm sad we're not getting, like Popful Mail and the Lunar Games, but if I can hack it and chuck it on, I'll I'll be very happy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not if. When you hack it. Yes, okay, when. <laughs> when. <laughs> so, moving on to another piece of hardware coming out soon, one which, again, we've covered, is the Evercade EXP. Again. It's been announced that this console now which we knew came with the IRM cartridge that had yep. a load of games on it, is actually going to have 18 Capcom games built into the system as well. Which I don't see why not. Because a few games mm-hmm. in it and obviously still has the cartridge slot as yep. well. It still does look like a pretty nice console. I still don't get the point of the name of it, EXP. I still think, though, that this looks very Plain. generic. Yeah, very yeah. bland. If it didn't have the Evercade branding on it, I could easily look at this and go, oh, it's just some cheap Android, £30 console you get from AliExpress or something. Is the Evercade that popular to be able to create in all these different consoles and that? Well, they're quite popular because they're bringing out retro consoles. So they've done the Evercade Versus, which was the home console, and the original Evercade, which Which... was another handheld. Yeah. Their big selling point is all of their games, well, up until now, came on physical cartridges. There was no downloading of additional data to them, so you got the game on the cartridge, and that's how it would stay, like it used to be in the good old days. Yeah, you just insert a cartridge and play straight off that. Exactly. So you can come back to this game, you can whack the cartridge in in 40, 50 years' time, and it's still, as long as the hardware works, still play. However... Now, there seems to be a collection of Capcom games that unless you still have this handheld, you won't be able to play, unless it's coming out on a cartridge. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll release a collection of cartridges at some point. If they've got it, it's on the console. Every cartridge is a collection of games. Do you reckon they might push it out to existing ones, or is it just going to be with only No, I just think it'll ones? be for the FK DXP. No, that's what I mean, sorry. The existing ESP consoles. No, sorry, this this hasn't been released yet. Oh, no, for that, we spoke about this ages so, ago. It hasn't been released yet. Yeah, we talked about it a while ago, but a also last ago. year we talked about Evercade Versus, which was the home okay. console as well. That is out. Yeah. So I don't think it'll be pushed out onto that. It is specifically for the new handheld. So this comes with 18 games built into yeah. it, as bit, well as a cartridge, a and also with a Capcom collection manual as well. I think it's actually a nice little collection to get. However, some of the games I've never even heard of. I mean, Street Fighter 2, yes. Mega Man, yes. Breath of Fire. You know, there's a few that have, but 1942, 1943, 1944 of the Loot Master. What are they? They're iconic games. Don't diss them. They're top down shooters. Okay. So, three games that sound like they might be related but aren't Bionic Commando, Captain Commando, and Commando. Commander. Not really. <laughs> you okay. also got Final Fight, Forgotten Worlds, Girls and Ghosts, Legendary Wings, Mercs, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, Strider, Vulgus, which is the only game on this list I'm not aware of. Then you get some home console titles. So you get Mega Man and Mega Man 2, which, as far as I'm aware, Mega Man 2 is very fondly remembered. Mega Man X, which I quite enjoyed. 
and Breath of Fire, which is a random RPG in a collection full of arcade titles and action platforms. So what do you think to it? Do you reckon that is a smart move, putting some games pre-bit into the console? I would have preferred it. In all fairness, I'm not going to buy one of these. Yeah. I think a lot of people would have probably preferred it. I know I would have if I was getting one. It to have been on a cartridge, a second cartridge. Okay. It's definitely it's definitely something that will entice a lot of people to come out and buy one, though. I don't know. Maybe if I ever see it really dirt cheap, maybe, possibly. But even then... If you also cast your and saw that for 20 quid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, if that was the case. But at a 100 or quid, I can't remember the price off the top of my head. I don't think I'd be purchasing one. I, I don't even know if I'd purchase one if I saw it for like 50, 60 quid, to be honest. Yeah, you, you, I think... It, it, it depends. It depends. It's, it's something that I've not got a, a want to go out and buy. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you were to walk into Cachaverse and see it dirt cheap because they sometimes they don't even know what they've got, if I'm honest. No. No, absolutely not. No clue. Saying that, although this isn't something that interests me a lot, it's something I do like seeing and I think is very good for the retro gaming market. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a way to keep the retro gaming alive and keep going. And it's a good way to introduce younger generations to it as well because the handheld console, so there's more chance of them playing it out and about and stuff like that yeah i think these are fantastic things it's just unfortunately i'm not the target audience for them no no so i I just don't want anyone thinking that i'm dismissing it or anything i'm not it's just not our cup of tea now talking about a handheld that come with loads of games bundled in to a handheld that seemingly doesn't actually play anything (laughs) comes with nothing yeah logitech they've had a leak a leak for a new handheld console. Yes. Which I think looks like a Switch. Realistically, does anything not look like a Switch if it's got a screen in the middle and controls on either side? Well, I think it's because of the thumbtick placement. <laughs> in fair, saying that it's the same as the Xbox controller. But Now, this is a bit of an interesting one. There are some leaked images for the handheld console. Someone called Evan Bass leaked them on and then got very quickly taken down uh, by a DMCA strike. So yes. kind of makes you think... This is true. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says this is legitimate than the company going, no, take it down, take it down right now. But it is a bit of a letdown, if I'm honest, though, looking at it. Yeah, we don't know an awful lot about it at the moment. I have heard that Xbox was making a gaming console and that they were talking to Tencent and Logitech, and this appears oh, to be it. Really? I'm not sure if it's Android powered. I'm assuming so because one of the images actually shows the Google Play icon on it. I was about to say. It seems like a very middling mobile phone sort of spec on the device. It's running a Snapdragon 720, which I believe was a fairly unremarkable chip from three years ago. Yeah. Only four gig of RAM. Um, Well, in all fairness, same as the Switch. (laughs) I know, but... If this is so, this is set to be a streaming only console. Four gig of RAM. I'm not really sure it's going to run well. Yeah, rather than playing games locally, it's supposed to be streaming. So apparently, they've been working with Microsoft to integrate Xbox game streaming into it, as well as by the looks of it, other providers. Looking at the images and kind of seeing from what we have seen, it looks like it's going to be including the Steam library, the Xbox uh, Game Pass. It will only be streaming, so there's not that much freedom, I guess. 
it depends. If they start adding more services onto it, that's going to be great. I don't know if this is going to be able to take a SIM card and connect to a cellular network, which is going to limit where you can use it. Yeah. Now, with the specs as you were just alluding to before, it's Snapdragon 720, which seems woefully underpowered nowadays. Only 4 gig of RAM. However, the thing that really got me for a streaming dedicated device is it's not got Wi-Fi 6. Yeah, it's really going to hamper it. Yeah, so this is running Wi-Fi 5. It's probably going to work, but you want to give it the best chance. Now, we don't know the true stats. This just could be what we've seen. Well, this device is actually popping up on a lot of benchmarking sites. Oh, is it? And that's been popping up for a little while. So I think the specs are relatively spot on, not unless they decide to make any changes to it just before release. And we don't even know when this is getting released or if it's getting released. Yeah. Although these images seem very like production ready, don't they? Yeah. As if they're what they'd show on a website when you're purchasing it. Again, like the Evercade, I think this just looks very plain. Do you know what? I actually quite like it with the, is it yellow? Yeah, yellow. Yellow accents, white, black, and yellow. I I don't hate it. Not sure, no. Definitely isn't one that I would be interested in picking up either, if I'm honest. Unless they improved... I would consider if it was like 150 quid. Well, unless they improved the specs. Because I don't want to get something and be like that. Yeah. I don't think the specs itself are too vital. If it's streaming most things. The thing that gave me most concern out of those specs was the Wi-Fi. the Wi-Fi. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see more when it comes to it. I'm kind of hoping that the pricing possibly would be between 140 to 180. That's kind of the range I'd expect. Yeah, I think this be. definitely needs to be cheaper. Actually, to be honest, 150 would probably be my ceiling. This definitely needs to come in cheaper than a Switch Lite. Yes, definitely. Because why would you pick this over a switch light something that you need wi-fi for can only play what's available to stream yeah well in all fairness nintendo switch can only play whatever games are available on the switch but i can play the switch on a plane where i've got no wi-fi or because yeah, obviously you've got the cartridges and everything else exactly saying that though looking at the second picture you can see the top of it it's got some sort of slot on it is that an sd card slot or maybe that is a sim card slot yeah, I couldn't make out what that is. Yeah, I've... so there's obviously something there in that top left-hand corner if you're looking at it from the back. I suppose it could be an SD card slot, maybe. It, it looks like an SD card slot more than... Well, it, it could easily be a SIM card slot. We don't know because it's yes. just a flap. There's a possibility for it to have cellular. What would it be pointing for an SD card slot if it's, it's going to be streaming only? Well, I would imagine if it's got access to the Play Store and it's got... It's got specs, let's say. Then maybe you would be able to download games straight onto it. So I don't know, perhaps you could play. Yeah. I was going to say Genshin Impact, but as far as I'm aware, you still can't use a controller with that on Android. Pokemon Unite. I one you could play. Pokemon Unite. <laughs> I've been playing a lot right lately with, yeah. with my brother I, did, I did see you on it the other day on the Switch. Yeah, I've been enjoying it again. It's a good game. I think this would need to be a low-cost device. Yeah, budget device. But... With an early 7-inch 1080p screen, I don't think this is going to be cheap. I wouldn't be surprised if this went for about 250 which at that point... Get an Xbox. Well, yeah, you could get an Xbox Series S for less. Yes. You could get 
a switch for less at that point what's what is the point or just buy a controller for your phone and that you're done exactly now from past experience with those sort of controllers for the phones though they tend to be overpriced to i be know but even then you can pick one up for cheap price now because people realize that they're overpriced sell them on they go mm. for a lot cheaper so you can pick one up second hand Maybe if this is cheap and it does run Android, then maybe it could be a good little emulation console. When you buy it, I'll come around and try yours out and see how I feel about it. <laughs> I ain't buying this. <laughs> let's face it, if it's £150, you're buying it. I don't know. I don't know. In all fairness, though, I hopefully I'll have me a Steam Deck, but I would imagine from the looks of this, this is significantly smaller than the Steam Deck. Yes. And from personal experience, probably a hell of a lot quieter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you're not going to hear some time. you want to think about selecting a game okay just give me a second to turn this fan all the way off <laughs> you're like I've not even picked a game yeah but again we'll make sure the images are in the show notes so if you have a look through have a little gander Please yes <laughs> unless, unless we get a DMCA take down notice for having the images maybe we'll link it to somewhere else that you can find the images actually <laughs> yeah, just, right. Just rather not be on the safe it. side. I think that's all we've got for this week, isn't it? And we have had a, a smattering of software, but it has been quite a hardware-focused week, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it's been a while since we've had such a hardware-focused week. So mm. it's been a bit of a nice change. Well, with that, we have been in Retro Gaming Dads, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, and that would be, you know, to hold over uh, Legend of Zelda (laughs) Flans. Yeah, they're (laughs) very jelly bunch them. Um, (laughs) Yes, it it looks like they're going to be integrating me, integrating. Yeah, looks like they're going to be integrating along with the Steam library. You said it again. Integrate is integrated. Inter- integrating. Yeah, integrating. <clears throat> including. Including, there you go. Looking at it, it looks like it's going to be including 